0: Bob Dana is here as well, the uh, Executive Director of the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Thank you for the invite and having us here again. It's, it's a pleasure.
1: Uh, year three for you. That's terrific. Is that all it is? It's three?
0: I think so. Uh, this is uh, now our eleventh
1: year of doing "Hold the Feet to the Fire." This, Unbelievable. Yeah, this started back in 2005. Roger Hedgecock, who was a talk host at uh, KOGO, yeah. in San Diego, he got the idea back in 2005 to bring about seven talk hosts to Washington to lobby their uh, uh, representatives on on the immigration issue. And he had the idea, and he also broadcast and he had the idea that we accomplish more collectively than we do individually and then the next year he approached fair it doubled in size we had about thirty talk host and at that point you may recall the uh... mccain kennedy amnesty bill talk radio was responsible along with this event for closing that down The event has grown over the years, Uh, and I think in 2013 we had 45 talk hosts, and uh, as the New York Times said, uh, the collective amplitude of talk radio shut down the Gang of Eight bill from proceeding to the House of Representatives, and this year it's 64, 65 talk hosts here on Capitol Hill in Washington.
0: See what happened once you invited us and got us involved? That's right. It started a a whole... whole, March into Washington. I want to bring this up because you uh, gave everybody a big poster, Trump's promises. What's the status? And it was ten promises on immigration. Have you graded him on all these yet?
1: You know, I I'd kind of give him a B minus. He, he blasted out of the gate very quickly back in January and February with a series of executive orders, which. I think did two really important things. First, to telegraph to the entire world that America—it's uh, it, a new day. There's a new sheriff in town. By the way, you got a great sheriff waiting. I know uh, Hodgson is great. You got you got to, you got to hear Tom. Um, but I think it telegraphed to the world that uh, it's a new day. That we are serious about enforcing our laws and securing our border, and that we are taking very seriously our national security uh, threats. In the aftermath of that, we, we watched the um, uh, border crossings plummet whether or not that is a temporary condition or not, I'm not sure. Well,
0: they, you see, that's the that's the other question. Brandon Judd, the head of the Border Patrol Union, was here earlier, and he said, yeah, it dropped earlier this year, but last month it started going up again. So we've got to be really, really, really careful. Yeah, the, the president's early executive actions were
1: good. He had the statutory basis to do all of them. As we know, his travel ban, the refugee bans from the uh, seven Muslim, predominantly Muslim countries has been put on hold, although there was a little compromise in the Supreme Court yesterday on that. But he's slowed down a little bit because he's just the media has him up against the ropes the media the elites are bound and determined to topple this presidency so you got the media against him and uh, occupying sucking the oxygen out of the room then of course you've got ryan in the house of representatives and mcconnell in the senate who are bound and determined to obstruct to delay and complicate everything he's trying to do The lesson here, I think, is the early executive action is good. Executive action is good, assuming you have the statutory authority to do it. Mm -hmm. The gold standard is legislation. The one message I think that we have moving forward is Congress has got to get on the ball, not small ball, big ball. There's a reason the president was elected. It was not an election. It was an earthquake. And voters went to the uh, polling, and they said no to immigration for votes, no to immigration and globalization, and no massive additions to immigration um, to alter the electorate. So it's a new day, and there's a lot of work to be done uh, the election of donald trump was not a victory in and of itself for true
0: immigration reform it's a starting point we've got a lot of work to do as we usually have hey, do you think bob Dane that that we are witnessing a a change in in the threat of what illegal immigration represents to our country
1: Illegal immigration has certainly changed a uh, post 9/11 from a surge of people from Mexico who were coming up here for as we understand better economic opportunity right. nobody begrudges
0: them that but let's do it the right way in that regard exactly but then you got the, then you had the gangs starting to move in and moving drugs across the border drug cartels human trafficking
1: really bad guy paramilitary organizations moving in and there's you know not everything not all of our national security problems are solved by fixing what's wrong with immigration but it's a good place to start and that includes slowing immigration down increasing vetting and security from high risk countries perhaps eliminating the visa waiver program and talk on it let's get a good exit entry program in place so that we know who's coming in under what terms for how long and and so that we can identify when they're leaving. Remember right. the 9-11 hijackers all came here on visas. They overstayed. The visa
0: overstays still represent about 40% of illegal immigration, Frank. Yeah, And let's not count on the United Nations to vet those people who want to come here either. Right. right. Let's do it with our own people. We can do it. We have the, 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 the means to do it and the capability, and let's do it ourselves. Uh, I, it just amazes me. Each year when we talk about this, how it has become a partisan issue and remains a partisan issue. What's your take on why? This should be a universal American issue.
1: It should not be a partisan issue. It should be a right and a wrong issue. I mean, if you go back and start taking a look at old video clips of President Clinton or Chuck Schumer, they talked about the integrity, the right, and the responsibility of all nations, including America, to protect its borders, to limit immigration, and to be mindful of its national security. But, you know, the two corrupt, you and I have talked about this before, the two corrupting influences of immigration have always come from two uh, ends of the uh, the spectrum. And that is political parties, Democrats, using the immigration to alter the electorate. Why? Because those coming in tend to be from the third world, heavily government dependent, and uh, dependent on uh, c- the continuation of Democrats and big government in power, and from the right and the left, big business using immigration to, uh, 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 really throw the American worker under the bus and erode
0: wages. Thank you for having us again and for putting this out. I think it's very, very important. Congrats on 11 years. i, I got to tell you, one thing that disciplined me was the level of protester that you drew outside this morning. They were incapable of carrying on any conversation whatsoever. They
1: must have been union protesters because they left uh, They left right at the hour mark. Did so. they really? <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> well, they stopped getting paid, I guess. It's a pleasure uh, to have you here, Frank. Thank you. Bob Dane from yeah
1: sure.